Welcome to the Human Theatre, a safe space teemed with an abundance of exploration about what it means to be a human in this world. Optimal health is your birthright and should not be a luxury. Knowing how your body works and understanding everything that relates to your human experience comes with the package. My name is Kelsey Buchholter, and I am here to dive deep into all things mental and physical health, longevity, nutrition, human consciousness, creativity, and more. Join me in normalizing the concept of what it means to be a human and the importance of being you. Enjoy the show. Hello humans, my name is Kelsey. I am a singer-songwriter, actor, dancer, nutrition advisor, health coach, and your host. And welcome to the 33rd show housed in the Human Theatre. I hope you are continuing to get clarity and grounding into the new year. Remember, last year was only a few days ago, so if you are feeling as if you should already be somewhere, acknowledge that. But don't sacrifice your mental and physical health on external expectations of where you quote-unquote should be. In speaking with some colleagues and close friends, and also feeling it personally, there is a bit of angst, stress, and overwhelm being felt right now. And to be honest, I don't blame us. The world is a bit crazy right now. It's not like it hasn't been crazy before, because it sure has, but things are legitimately heightened and straining right now. Insert today's episode where I will share my top six tips to help with panic attacks or periods of severe anxiety and stress that I have found most effective in my personal life, professional life, and are backed by science. If you know of anyone that would benefit from hearing this, please share, share, share. These tools lie within us. They are free. They do not require a prescription or an appointment. I want to show you that taking charge of your mental and physical health is possible without spending so much money and relying on things external to yourself to validate your true emotions. Before I get on to today's show, I'd like to remind you of your special 10% discount on any Oxford HealthSpan product. Oxford HealthSpan are doing important work in bringing to the market high-quality, effective, bioavailable, and science-backed botanical compounds that harness the body's innate ability to repair, renew, and promote vigorous longevity and increased health span. I interviewed the founder, Leslie Kenny, on episode 6. I highly recommend you give it a listen if you haven't yet done so. So when you enter Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, all in capitals, as a discount code at checkout, you will receive a 10% discount. I also want to disclose that the content shared on this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be taken as medical advice. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed medical practitioner. Let's begin. Okay, so what is the difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack? Panic attacks happen abruptly, expectedly or unexpectedly, and in some cases with or without an immediate trigger. Panic attacks involve feelings of intense and overwhelming fear and result in an increased heart rate, shortness of breath, 
often hyperventilation and or nausea. Now, interestingly, the phrase anxiety attack is not actually mentioned in the DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders, 5th edition. However, anxiety is. And anxiety relates to the gradual anticipation of a stressful situation. Worry, fear, and distress are the three main symptoms of anxiety. Thus, an anxiety attack is triggered by certain stresses and may build up gradually over time. So, essentially, panic attacks are abrupt, sudden, and can be caused with or without a trigger, a known trigger, as opposed to anxiety attacks that are caused by a known trigger and build up gradually. Although theoretically different, Panic and anxiety attacks both come with periods of intense emotions, and the six tips I want to share with you will benefit anyone experiencing these intense feelings of anxiety or panic. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the form of an attack. The first tip, let it out. Suppressing your emotions, panic, and anxiety will exacerbate the intensity of the emotions, panic, and anxiety. Cry, scream, shake, move, Talk, squeeze a pillow, do whatever your body is signaling you to do. Obviously, I'm not condoning destructive behavior. Believe it or not, the panic and anxiety are there to protect you. It's a signal to your body, from your body, that there is something to be weary of. Listen to your body. Please. Anxiety is an important human emotion. It's our human warning light that something is wrong or something needs attention. Again, do not ignore it. Our hunter-gatherer ancestors relied on anxiety to hide from, escape, and survive predators and extreme environmental threats. Understand that you are not broken. Your body and mind, which are one thing, are merely responding to their perceived reality And in this specific example of a panic or anxiety attack, your body and mind are responding to a perceived threat. Let your body do its thing. It's there for a biological reason. It's in your biological makeup to protect every cell in your body. A side note that I love speaking about is the fact that our bodies cannot decipher between a physical threat and a perceived threat. So a physical threat, like, a t- like running away from a tiger, or a perceived threat, which like is a mental stressor. And so in the case of something like a panic or anxiety attack, your body is literally responding how it would if you were being chased by a tiger. Just some food for thought. Okay, so point number one is let it out. Think of it as a detox, getting rid of stored toxins, emotional toxins. Point number two, this too shall pass. The panic or anxiety attack will eventually subside, or for the likes of a better phrase, they will eventually be let out. Do you see what I did there? Other point one. No matter the intensity of the attack, your body will eventually find balance and homeostasis. With this knowledge that it is just temporary, ride the waves of emotion. Let the feelings have their stay and let them leave. 
This does not diminish the intensity of emotions experienced. Trust me, I have had my fair share of panic and anxiety attacks, and I, I, I really empathize with you. In the moment, it is almost incomprehensible that calm could even be humanly possible. But eventually, your body will get there. Research has shown that an attack can last from 5 to 20 minutes. There have been few cases reported to have lasted one hour. But all that I'm wanting you to ingrain into your head is the knowledge and awareness that it is physiologically and scientifically impossible for the body to stay in panic or anxiety attack mode. Remember, I'm referring to the acute scenario of the attack itself. And of course, anxiety alone can be experienced chronically. Keep reminding yourself, even if it's a tiny voice in the back of your head, that this too shall pass. The wave of panic and anxiety will subside. So point number one, let it out. Point number two, this too shall pass. And point number three, breathe. If you haven't yet listened to my episode with Lee Yuen, which is episode eight, please do so. He gives some incredible and actionable tips to implement when it comes to anything related to the breath. When you can, and when you remember, breathe. As much as possible, breathe through your nose. We want to breathe through the nose because when we breathe through the nose, our bodies are breathing and are responding in a parasympathetic state versus when we breathe through our mouths, our bodies are in a sympathetic state. I will get into the definition on the differences between both in a bit, but as much as possible, we really, 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 really want to be breathing through our noses, not just in a panic attack or, you know, but just in general in day-to-day living as well as sleeping. When you feel the hyperventilation begin to decline, try making your exhales slightly longer than your inhales. Longer exhales activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the relaxed, calm, and rested part of the nervous system. Think of paradise, para, para, paradise, parasympathetic nervous system, When we are in the parasympathetic state, we are ultimately in paradise where we are relaxed and there is no stress. Now, during times of stress and during a panic or anxiety attack, our bodies are in a sympathetic state, which is the opposite of the parasympathetic state, where we are running away from a tiger, essentially. So we are in fight, flight or freeze response. So we can move our body from that distressed sympathetic state into a a relaxed and calm parasympathetic state merely by utilizing our breath. So let me just repeat that. From our state of a panic or an anxiety attack, we are obviously in a sympathetic state because we are in we are in stress stress mode. We are in a stress response. We are just distressed. <laughs> and so we are in the sympathetic state. However, just with our breath alone, we can take ourselves from that sympathetic state into a parasympathetic state. And in order to do, like in order to manipulate the breath, we need our exhales to be longer than our inhales, because the longer exhales will put us into that parasympathetic state. So after your distressed panic attack, when you are feeling a little bit more able to focus on your breath, because I know that when you're in such a state of despair, you can't really be focusing on much other than the despair. When you start calming down somewhat, 
when it starts to dec- decrease somewhat and you remember that you actually have the power just with your breath alone to help you in this, remember this. Try make your exhales longer than your inhales and as much as possible be breathing in and breathing out through your nose. Longer exhales than inhales is the simplest way and easiest way to activate the parasympathetic state. So tip number one was let it out. Tip number two, this too shall pass. Tip number three, breathe. Tip number four, get outside. I mean, even being outside during the panic or anxiety attack is beneficial. Being outside allows our bodies to sync up with what time of day it is and where we are in the world. Our bodies understand the natural cues of sunlight. I know that you know the importance of vitamin D, but I will reiterate that getting as much natural sunlight in general throughout the day, even if it's overcast and rainy, is one of the simplest and most effective hacks you could start implementing into your day-to-day lives. The sun is essentially a nutrient for our bodies. Every cell, every organ, every body system has its own circadian rhythm. And remarkably, these circadian rhythms align immediately just by us being outside under natural sunlight. Guys, our bodies are profoundly amazing. They know what the heck to do. (laughs) If it's before, during, or after, try get outside to reclimatize and reset your circadian rhythm. Just being outdoors in nature has been scientifically proven to be an effective therapeutic intervention. Look up Shinrin Yoku or forest bathing. Okay, number one, let it out. Two, this too shall pass. Three, breathe. And four, get outside. Number five, drink a glass of water. You have just gone through a lot. I personally like cold water. In fact, I even like splashing sun on my face and behind my neck to cool me down. If you want to boost up your plain water, you can add a slice of lemon, lime, some fresh mint, or even some berries or whatever citrus fruit you may have. I know sometimes looking after yourself in such a state seems virtually impossible, but actively doing something that does serve you well can also have a mood-boosting and domino mood-boosting effect. There's no harm in trying for one day. And if you want to upgrade your water even more, you can add a pinch of sea salt or Himalayan salt for a boost in electrolytes, specifically sodium and minerals. Check out episode 28 with Mark Myerson. In fact, if you want to um, get get yourself some clean, revive electrolyte supplements, that can enhance your water even more. And if you want to upgrade it even, even more, try sparkling water with a tot of apple cider vinegar. This is my current go-to drink, specifically before meals, as apple cider vinegar will enhance and stimulate digestive enzymes and absorption of nutrients. I'm not joking though, sparkling water and apple cider vinegar tastes like appetizer. For the non-South Africans, that's a local apple-flavored fizzy drink. Very much loaded with sugar. (laughs) Um, But it also tastes like non-alcoholic champagne, but it's actually good for you. Not only does vinegar contain potassium, magnesium, calcium, and phosphorus, hello electrolytes and minerals, the acetic acid in the vinegar will help stabilize blood sugar levels. 
Remember, you have just been on an emotional roller coaster, but you have also just been on a blood sugar roller coaster. More than that, the fermentation process required to make apple cider vinegar promotes the production of healthy postbiotics and uncoupled mitochondria. Okay, so number one, let it out. Number two, this too shall pass. Number three, breathe. Number four, get outside. And number five, drink a glass of water. And if you want to upskill, uplevel, upgrade, not upskill, your water, you can add a few variations of things to your plain water. And the last tip, become a detective. Try identify what has caused these intense emotions. It could be a specific trigger. It could be a buildup of pent-up emotions and unspoken words. It could be a buildup of tension. It could be a compounding effect of an array of different stressors. Whatever it is, slowly become more and more and more aware of the why behind your body and mind perceiving a threat. Nothing is insignificant. The more you become in tune and aware and conscious and connected to the way your mind and body work, the more empowered you are to move forward from such events. It's not to say that they will never come again, but by you becoming your own detective, you will build the internal resilience to rise up after being, quote-unquote, knocked down. This can come in the form of talking things out or journaling. If you are also a creative soul like me, you may even find it comes out in a song, poem, or piece of creative writing. If you haven't already realized, I am a total open book. I don't know how I can't be. And if anything, I hope it makes you realize that you are not alone in this world. We are all going through this phenomenon called the human experience. I struggle with anxiety, stress, and panic to this day. And I want to be transparent and open with you about it. In fact, just yesterday, I had an anxiety attack. Yes, I have made immense progress in my life, physically and mentally, but even the wisest guru on this universe is not exempt from experiencing adversity and the normal spectrum of human emotions, including the ones that get a bad rap. Anger, anxiety, and sadness. Give yourself grace after an anxiety or panic attack. Your physiology was doing what it was meant to do. Your body had perceived a threat, and it responded. You are not broken. But being able to identify the root cause or causes will help. Becoming aware of your triggers will help. Knowing how to cool off and ground yourself post-attack will help. Knowing how to breathe deeply to activate your parasympathetic nervous system will help. Knowing how to talk and let it out will help. So in summary, one, let it out. Two, this too shall pass. Three, breathe. Four, get outside. Five, drink water. And six, become your own detective. These were some of the most effective interventions that I have experienced in my life, and I hope that even just one of them will help you. Take it as another six colors to add into your pencil case of crayons. Take it as another six tools to add into your toolbox. I back you. You've got this. 
Again, if you think of anyone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please, please, please share. And if you enjoyed this show, please give it up to a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Ratings and reviews are the lifeline of any podcast, and it really helps grow the show and get it more accessible to more people. Don't forget about your special 10% discount on any Oxford HealthSpan product when you enter Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, as the discount code at checkout. A link will be in the show notes. And until next time, stay safe, stay real. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Human Theatre. I hope you learned something new. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and give a rating or a review on whatever app you are listening to this podcast on. I would love to hear your feedback, so please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram or via email. All the links are in the show notes. Remember, you are your most important person in this world. Keep shining your unique light. Until next time.